Understandable. Alright. <laughs> Get it out now. I mean, I guess. Just nasty. <laughs> You're nasty. You're going to leave that one in, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's going to be the intro to the Get Offset podcast. My name is Emily. And uh, my name is Andrew. Oh, I don't think I can do that to people. I don't think I can leave it in. Imagine just hitting play and the first thing you hear is a belch. It wasn't like the nastiest belch, but still, I think, not what people want. <laughs> it, it it wasn't a dry belch. A dry it, it wasn't. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't well, so bad. I mean, this is probably completely off topic for the for the show, but you know, like there's dry farts, there's wet farts. Does that terminology transfer over to burps? I I feel like hot is a thing for burps. Like, is it a hot burp? Hmm. Like, is it just like getting the gas out, or is there something brewing in there that's just like really? Is it a stinky hot burp? <laughs> Coming from the depths. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, life is strange. And uh, what a what a week. 2022 has been so strange. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's been a lot of things all at once, hasn't it? Uh, it has. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, it, as if life could... Because I've had like higher highs and lower lows in the last couple of weeks since we've started the new year. I guess just holy I guess hell, last week. The last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, Recording this on the eighth. Yeah. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like it's been a month. Um, so high highs. I know. Low I was lows. like, dude. I was looking at tracking, and I was like, this tracking hasn't updated since the seventh. And I was like, it's the eighth, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's right. up, what is up your butt? It is the eighth. It updated what? yesterday. Calm down. I was like, I, I literally thought it was like the twentieth. The roller coaster just gets more and more intense. Twenty twenty was just a warm up. My my sister in law showed me a meme. Have you seen The Shining? I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched it. No, I just have seen like okay, scenes from it. Okay, then you get the reference. Then I won't explain it to you. Okay. So, yeah. But it was uh, involved The Shining, and it was with 2022. Interesting. And, uh, it's like, Wendy, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. <laughs> yep. And, but uh, Jack Nicholson was 2022. Mm. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. And olive oil was all of us. I forget that actress's name. Shelly. Shelly something? Shelly Long? No. Shelly Long is from Cheers. So, uh, on a positive note, why don't I start with like, ooh, I'm going to start with my middle of the road what's new, and then I'm going to move to my like absolute highlight what's new, and then I'm going to move to my mixed bag what's new. Oh boy. There's a mixed bag? It's a mixed bag. Okay, so, let's start with your middle of the road what's new, I guess. I have joined the club. And the club is the Fender Stratocaster Lego Edition Club. Nice. So I'm going to have to... Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take a... Uh, I'm going to need to find a Saturday and choose the vice of my choice. It'd be really um, funny if you went live on YouTube assembling it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually not a bad idea. That's real, <laughs> you'd be like, again? Where's Emily? Who's this guy? <laughs> oh, wait, he's the guy from the podcast. There's a podcast? You know, I, I, I could do a dual camera setup and just do it here at my desk with like an overhead here. That'd be cool. I'm do OBS picture in picture. Mm. That would be cool. That's, that's actually probably pretty doable. Yeah. It was fun. I recommend it. That, that was really fun. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to give that a go. Maybe you should do that. <laughs> um, uh, I well, Someone just commented on, like, I, I did, like, a little short of, like, the completed product. And someone commented, 
WTF, this isn't completed. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Sorry that you feel that way. What what wasn't completed about it? I don't know. He did not uh he did not expand upon the sentiment that it wasn't completed. It was very odd. It's like, okay. Because I did the amp, did the guitar, did the yeah. foot switch. I just, I don't know. Is there like a stand you have to build out for it? Yeah, I built a stand. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I missed something. Maybe we missed something. Interesting. All right, so I'm going to lead on into the highlight of my entire week here. And uh, I, I genuinely mean highlight probably of my year so far. No, it's a lie. It's a highlight of my year. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I got a message from a certain supporter of the show and friend, uh, Damien. Oh, I love and, Damien. And Damien said, hey, you like Star Wars, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you like collectibles? I'm like, well, I haven't really gotten into them. Why do you ask? And he, he was saying, well, I was going through, I think he said it was like his grandparents' attic uh, or family member's domicile. We'll go with that. <laughs> and he found some figures from his childhood that he didn't want anymore and didn't care to go through the effort of selling. And so he just sent them to me. Aww. And I, I don't know if he, he wants that to be broadcast. I probably should have asked, but it's too late now. He was incredibly oh. kind. And so you can always just from, message him real quick. Nah. Yeah, I probably could do that. Yeah. Uh, it says, and the note says, Andrew, you already know what these are, but either way, I hope you enjoy them. Thanks for being a pal. Uh, plus, actually, I don't want to read that. Plus, uh, well, if it was David Ishizaka sending the note, you would have been able to read it. <laughs> thanks for being a pal. We'll go with that. Uh, and then there's a great Rick and Morty style drawing of episode one. This will focus. Aww. Of Obi Wan cutting Darth Maul in half, and it says Qui Gon is dead over there. Rest in pieces. And uh, here's what he sent. Oh my God! They're in the box. They're in the box. I think I have Darth Maul, Qui Gon. So I'm gonna have to, uh, or not, and uh, Obi Wan. So I've got shelves in front of me. I'm gonna have to put Obi Wan on the high ground and one shelf up, and Darth Maul on the shelf below. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the plan. Nice. Um, yeah, no, absolutely highlight of my week. I'm, I'm hyped. This is giving me flashbacks of my childhood as well. Cool. Um, which is funny because my parents wouldn't let me watch episode one when it first came out because of the scene where Darth Maul gets cut in half. They thought that was too graphic for a kid my age. And so me loving Star Wars and uh, it was such a clean cut. Like, right. Yeah, there was really no. Uh, I didn't want to not watch, or, so they they would then let me watch it, but they would make me like pause this, like close my eyes for the scene when they finally let me watch it, and I was like, okay, cool, that's okay. I, I understand. They would just explain, oh, well, Darth Maul was killed. I'm like, I want to know how. One night they went out date night. <laughs> Babysitter's watching me. I was like, I want to watch Star Wars. And he's like, Have you seen this before? I'm like, Yeah, yeah. And they're like, explained a couple scenes. Like, okay, you've seen it before. That's fine. Babysitter's like, All right. Green light. Watch the whole thing. It did not close my eyes. Like, oh, he got cut in half. <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> and my parents came home. They're like, I just know. Um, yep. Bamboozled <clears throat> the babysitter. Parents have a way of just knowing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they do. Yeah. So anyways, um, so much nostalgia. I, I unabashedly love episode one. Uh, and that brings me to the nightmare that was my Wednesday night. Oh boy. <clears throat> I uh, ordered a new phone for the first time in years. Uh, or, ordered to the house. I uh, was excited. It was supposed to arrive Tuesday and getting delayed. I'm sure snow had something to do with that. Yeah. Get the, get the email notification while I was at work on Wednesday saying, uh, your package has been delivered. And I'm like, and neither of us were home um, that afternoon. I was actually the first one home and I got home like seven 30. And I get home, get out of the car, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Box uh -oh. isn't here. Like went inside, grabbed the flashlight, and like looking through the bushes, like where did it go? And it's just not there. And I'm like, I'm aware that like stealing off of porches is a thing, but yeah. like, I've never had, never had a package stolen off my porch. Never had an issue. And I'm like, of course it would be the one time I order something like nice for myself. Yeah. Start freaking out. Um, so I started pulling up like the tracking, like make sure it did actually get delivered. Was that sent like in error? Is it a possible, like, do they take a pack a picture of it? Like anything yeah. like that. Um, like proof that it maybe the delivery person just marked as delivered is going to come by later. That and happens a lot. And then yeah. it, it was none of those. It was completely self-inflicted. And so I, I was looking and I realized that my Google autofill, when I went to go make the order, did a hybrid of my in-laws address who lives around the block from us and my address oh. to a third party's address who I do not know. I'm like, well, okay, cool. Uh, that's not great, but at least now I understand where it ended up. Yeah. Drive over there, knock on the door. I'm like, I am so sorry to be bothering you on Wednesday night. I recognize it's well after dinner time. I, I had my package sent here by accident. Uh, my in-laws live over there. I live over here. It just, mm -hmm. it, the autofill screwed it up. Uh, I've got my ID. I've got my order number. I promise yeah. I'm not trying to steal anybody else's package. And the wife, uh, the wife had come out and she just looked at me with a blank face honey. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like maybe he's got the package in his office or something. He comes out hands on his hips and he just looks pissed. And I'm like, hi, sir. I'm so sorry to bother you. This is incredibly embarrassing. This is entirely my fault. I, and explain what happened again. And he, he just looks at me and says, okay, I, I understand. And uh, I, I mean, I looked you up on online and you seem like a totally normal person, but I'm not giving you the package. I was like, what? Uh, what? He's like, I've already called FedEx. They're going to be picking up tomorrow, but this could be a legal activity and I'm just going to follow protocol here. So, uh, and I'm like, okay, that's what I get it. Like, I was like, okay, like I, I, I get it, sir. But th this is like, I ordered it from people. People do that. People, people do have things fraudulently sent to wrong addresses all the time. That and I, I get didn't it. know that was a thing until I got yeah. home looked it up. But I'm like, I, is there anything I can do to change your mind? He's like, nope. I, and I'm going to need you to leave now. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there at the front door knowing that my phone is right behind them and that I can't get it. And I'm just like, I am so upset. <laughs> I go home, call FedEx. FedEx won't redeliver it because it's a high dollar item. And the retailer that they purchased it, uh, or I, I bought it straight from Google. Um, oh, and uh, so they wouldn't redeliver it. Google's like, uh, well, it says it was delivered. Why are you asking for, I'm just, I, we don't understand what the problem is. So they were like, we're going to open up an investigation. Like, well, now they think I'm trying to get an extra phone for free. And this is just a nightmare. And I was just sitting here. It was like 8.30. And I realized that the only way that I'm going to, like, I might either eating the money mm. or I'm actually trusting that the other family is going to, return it to FedEx. It'll eventually make its way back. And in a couple of weeks when Google processes it, yeah. I'll be able to, to get it redelivered. And I was like, I don't know if I could like, I'm willing to trust that. And so someone in, uh, in the patron chat, I uh, was like, well, have you considered calling the police non-emergency line? Maybe they'd oh. be willing to turn it over to the police. Oh, that's a great idea. So I called the police non-emergency line for my neighborhood officer came over and he just steps out. I was like, all right, What's going on? <laughs> and I already explained a little bit over the phone. He's like, all right, talk to me. What, what did you do? And I'm like, I am so embarrassed. Let me show you yeah. all the information. Let me. And so I can show I, you that it's actually my credit card and not a fraudulent credit card that I used to make the purchase. ID, credit card, phone, verified that it was indeed my email. My email signed in and happened to be uh, my the email after my, uh, with my name on it and not just my spam email. Which yeah. I think it's helpful. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Let me go see if I can, uh, you stay here. I'll go talk to him and see. And I was just sitting there for half an hour by the window, eating my dinner. Like I was so nervous. I couldn't hardly eat, but I'm like, I need food. I need food. Like got the window open. And I'm just sitting there at the end, like watching my driveway. <laughs> and finally I just leaned back. Like, Honey, I, I don't think it's happening. Uh, he, maybe he got, he got called on to something more important because I recognize that that's not uh, what law enforcement should be no, used for. No, this is, that's literally their fucking job, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think I so. Like, I, I don't think it's happening. So I start cleaning up and get getting ready. I, I'd already put off, um, I, I play Age of Empires 2 every Wednesday with a buddy online to catch up. 
and I start, start settling in for that. And then my phone goes uh-huh. and I'm answering. He's like, Hey, it's officer. So-and-so I, I'm in, I've got your phone. I'm out front. If you want to okay. come outside. Hey. And I got a step out here. He just stares at me with a, yep. They were, they were tough. <laughs> and apparently he had been, he had been in their driveway for over half an hour talking with them. And it took them that long to agree to hand it over to police custody. What did they think was going to happen to them if they gave know. it to the police is my question. Like, I, I don't know. I mean. That makes me wonder if they were actually going to give it to FedEx. That makes me wonder that, too. And the other thing, I, I don't want to assume worst intentions, but I mean, FedEx did say that they hadn't received. And that was one of the reasons why I was starting to panic, because they said that they had already called FedEx. And I said, and FedEx said that they hadn't mm-hmm. received a call. And I'm like. I don't want to just sit here and wait for them to possibly get around to it. Yeah. I think they might've thought free phone. Maybe. I mean, I didn't tell them what was in the package and I showed them my, my pet showed them what it was. Yeah. Wow. So So um, yeah, go, go whichever Patreon supporter made that suggestion. Uh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look it up right now. (laughs) Uh, But yes, thank you. Um, I mean, there's a couple of a couple of them online that were cheering me on and following me through the process. And I think uh, uh, someone, uh, I'm not going to name drop those, someone's like, you should go key their cars. No! <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to actually. <laughs> if you want to join, and if you want to join our Discord server and be part of conversations like that, <laughs> all you have to do is support us on Patreon for at least $5 a month. <laughs> yep. That was a good conversation. <laughs> Cathartic, at least. Yeah, I I don't think they were going to return the phone. I, I'd i like to think best intentions. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to choose to believe. But I don't, I, I don't know. If a cop came and was like, I think you should turn over. Th- if you think it's stolen property or like fraudulent. Just give it to I the want cop. to know what he had to say to convince them. Because, like, did he come out saying, hey, I just talked to the guy. It's legit. Or did he come out saying, hey, we got a report of a package being delivered here. We're going to take it into custody. Like, did they have to say we're going to take it into custody pending further investigation as evidence or something? Like, I I don't know what he would have had to say or what why it took over half an hour for conversation. He just looked like he had, like, walked out of, like, a family Thanksgiving dinner worth <laughs> of argument <laughs> with a, the crazy racist uncle. And just the, yep. <laughs> yeah that was that was weird man that's very yeah. weird so, i i don't know some people are just weird you know maybe they were legit maybe they were fine but some people are just very odd about that kind of thing and then they don't want to be part of something odd and just so listeners know that is like a real scam that people pull they'll have things delivered to fraudulent addresses so they're not attached to it and they'll come and hope that you're at work and scoop it uh while you're not there and it happens a lot. It hap- people. I think it happens a lot at hotels, especially. Um, so yeah, that's a real thing. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. My most news aren't as uh, exciting, or uh, I guess I um I'm gonna blame Ryan from Demos in the Dark for this though. Mm. Oh no, it's a Barber game changer. Game changer. I haven't plugged it in yet. I just got it, but um, I'm excited. To try it out. Thanks, Ryan. I know. He's like, it's he yeah. <laughs> he said he was a, he was pretty converted on it. Um yeah, and I was featured in an article on guitar.com. <laughs> That's right. Bearing the lead. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah. So um I I was it might have been the first person to legitimately use our contact form in like forever because it's mostly spam, so it just goes all the spam. It's like random ads for uh, for Viagra. Uh, I just I don't know why you have that. I don't know either. I just like picked it up. I was actually trying to like um, I was trying to like push a pin in a toy for for the kiddo. Oh boy! And I just grabbed this out of my thing and. I, that was like two days ago because I haven't been at my desk in a day or two. And I just pulled it up just now to note, take something on a post-it note. I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? 
You probably saw it and thought it was fucking hilarious and just I'm sure it. It, it was something like that where I was like, ha ha ha. And then I've just Fine. forgotten that I ever had that thought. And now you're just mortified. No, no. I still think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool. Um, it was just like a, 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 an online form. So I didn't actually talk to, to anybody, but uh, yeah, you read it. How was it? Was it a good read? It was read? good. Well written. Good answers. Well written because I wrote it. <laughs> right. That's a joke. I, you know, just, it was a question and answer format. Humble brag. I didn't write everything, but um, people seem to be responding really well to it. So that's really nice. You know, I, they, they link to some uh, Sunday crush stuff in there, which is cool. I was surprised. I didn't know that um, guitar guitar wasn't. Um, they didn't have a magazine in print anymore. Did not know that. I'm also a jerk. Um, it's Pal and Such. Pal P A L and Such. Yeah, Pal oh. plus Such. Cool. The part that threw me is the, the H. Such? Like it looks like it bled just a little bit, and now it looks almost like a K. Oh. And I was like, Powell and Suck, what? That, oh. <laughs> I, I don't understand that now I'm questioning everything. And I just looked at him like, oh, yeah, duh. Powell and Such. <laughs> that makes rational sense. That makes more sense, yeah. Just, a, pal, just a good old Powell and Suck. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like palindrome, but. It sounds like a. <laughs> Is okay. that the new friends with benefits term? This palin suck? <laughs> <laughs> no more Netflix and chill. You want to come over and palin suck? No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yep. There it is. I have some biodegradable straws. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the thing that people that got really pulled out of this article. I'm sorry. Yeah. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Just fucked it up. Um, I think the people that <laughs> the people are really uh, pulling out of this article is. Um, do you know what the turtles are? No. So happy together. That band. Yeah, that sounds I familiar. Can't see. Yep. Well, um, one of the members of the turtles, Mark Volman, he was one of my professors in college, and I remember he said something in one of our classes was that. Um, Every musician needs, every successful artist has to have confidence. And at the time, I remember thinking that it was such bullshit. Like everyone's riddled with self doubt. And um, I, I just, I just thought it was full of shit, basically. Um, and the older I get, the more right I think he is. And I hate him for that. I, I hate how right <laughs> I, I think he is because, um, and this is the headline of the article if you don't believe in yourself or your art, why should anyone? And um, just the importance of exuding confidence, even if you have those feelings of doubt when you're presenting your art, it's important. It's it's like one of those big mistakes that a lot of um, performers and singer songwriters especially make um, before they you know play is, oh, I just know I'm going to mess this one up or something like that. Or, oh, this is a new one, so I'm not as familiar with it, so if I mess up, be nice. So now people are expecting mistakes. Right. And you're trying but to, like, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying cushion to... in the expectations. Yeah, yeah. But is that what you want to do? Or do you want people to, like, make up their own minds and... It, if you have con like not cockiness, there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Cockiness is like I'm the absolute shit. I'm better than everybody. But confidence is is more intrinsic. Like yep. I'm happy with what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and I hope that you can also see the value in what I'm doing and what I'm creating. And it's it's more self fulfilled. Like you 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 feel fulfilled with yourself, and I think that's what confidence really is. And even if like you have doubt, because I have lots of doubt all the time. Like I don't know sometimes if a demo is any good before I release it, or if a show sure. is good 
at all if I play it or something I wrote or played sounded good or whatever. Um, but I'm not going to sit up there and be like, it probably sucks, but I'm going to, the confidence can be as little as going like, Oh, here you go. Here's that thing I did. I hope you like it. It doesn't have yep. to be like, this is a, this amazing thing. I, I worked so hard on it. It doesn't have to be a caricature. It can be much more subtle than that. It can. And I think that's like the most, I think it's like the Pete Davidson kind of confidence. You know what I mean? Cause he's, he's a little disparaging. Sure. But he's he is, also, yeah. but he's got plenty of confidence cause he exudes that comfort. That's that comfort of who he is and what he is. And he does make fun of himself a lot, but. I, I think those two things can work together. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I mean, it works for him really well. I mean, modern bad boy kind of perspective. But there's, I mean, any quote-unquote bad boy going back for decades has had that level of confidence. And that's what a lot of people are intrinsically attracted to. But I, I think the thought that runs in my mind is someone who's very self-critical and someone who can be critical of other musicians if I – um, I try not to be critical of other people if I don't actually know what they're doing. So I'm not like look at a keys player and be like, Oh, they're a terrible keys player. But like, I'll, I'll follow some of the, like a, a drummer for instance, like, Oh, yeah, okay. Even if I could do a better job, I understand what, what's going on with how they're playing on a yeah. level where I can like kind of pick it apart in my brain. The part that I forget is not every single one of the faces in the crowd is doing that. Yeah. And that's always thrown because it, you know, playing, I mean, my experience playing with, for churches is people aren't even focused on the musicianship either. I, so mm-hmm. for me to sit there and be like, ah, I'm the, I wasn't very good or whatever, and people would still come up and be like, oh, that was great. I'm like, did you not hear all X, Y, and Z bad things? Yeah. I tell they them what's trash no. today. They, no they weren't listening. No, people don't notice like the five mistakes you make over an hour set. Everybody yeah. makes but a what, mistake during their set. But what people do notice, attitude, energy. People have a strong BS meter, in, like, naturally. Yeah. So. People remember how you make them feel. I mean. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Most people are at shows and listen to music to, like, have a have an experience. Have, uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. a good time. <laughs> and to, to, to try to... Um, at least exude enough confidence that it doesn't detract from their experience is really important. And to believe in yourself, cause you have to believe in yourself enough to even get up on a stage to begin with. Like that's the first step of confidence as a performer yep. is to go to the open mic nights, uh, to try to book gigs, to go out to shows, to network, to release music, to um, just do the fucking thing. That's the first step. And then from there, you know, taking criticism well, like, if you can take criticism well, that's a sign of confidence, too. Because being able to take criticism well is to not not to just, like, accept all criticism and make changes based on it, but to know and really understand which criticisms to accept and apply and which ones, you know, maybe mean well, but, you know, aren't quite for you. Um, cause like, you know, the, you've seen our comments section. I get, I get a lot of criticism and some, some are, you know, fair. Some criticism that we get is fair. Um, and some is bullshit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, There's just, been some weird comments lately on that note, but you haven't seen the TikTok, dude. I have not seen the TikTok. Oh no. my God. Uh, <sighs> So, so a thought that can't, comes to mind is like, you know, confidence versus pride. Cause you know, like to like take pride, in what you do is different than being prideful. And I, I think it's, there's a delineation between the two that I, it's hard to nail down, mm-hmm. but I think whether or not you're, you receive criticism well is a key indicator there. So if you're prideful, you're like, what do you mean? I'm bad. Like, or a narcissist. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, 
you know, if you're calm and you're like, Oh, okay, that's an, I hadn't considered that way. Let me, let me think about this and yeah. see if it applies critically and give it a fair shot Yeah. Um, without, without immediately going, Oh yeah, you're right. It's such a terrible, yeah, my tone sucks. I know like, totally different. Yeah, like for the demo channel, sometimes you still get comments. We still get comments. They're like, oh, you should start by playing the pedal. And like, there's plenty of channels that, that do that. Yep. And um, you're welcome to either watch one of them, or it sounds like you have a pretty clear creative vision. Maybe you should start your own channel and do that. Go for it. Because um, that's just, I've done it a few times and I've just not found that the payoff is necessarily as strong and uh again like i'll do it when the inspiration hits me and when i have the time and when i want to but i'm not going to do it for every single pedal yep yeah it's not my full-time job if it were maybe i would you know but i have another job i have a day job and i yeah yeah <laughs> I too have a day job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. True story. True stories. So yeah, it's it's um so that's what I, I think and that's like exuding confidence takes practice. Uh it's not like anything in life and any any change that you make. Uh when people say things like that they often leave out the part where you have to really practice to make those kinds of um, changes in, in your perceptions um, in, in in your presentations. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to, it's, 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 it's going to be an uphill battle because some days. Body language, verbal yeah. choice. Uh, yeah. I mean, decision-making. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, practice it day by day and you're going to find that you probably get better at it you're not gonna like start to exude confidence like that and if you try you're probably gonna look like an asshole because you're probably gonna do it in a very weird <laughs> awkward kind of way it's like you don't just go run a 5k after not running you're gonna right. hurt yourself <laughs> i tried to hurt myself apparently <laughs> playing soccer last night for the first time in a while like actually playing soccer yeah yeah gotta... turns out trying to pivot 195 pounds on a dime way harder than when I was in high school and I was just pivoting, you know, 125 pounds on a dime. Yeah. Very different dynamic. Yeah. Pivoting and, this. Uh, the, the blood blister on my big toe shows. Ah. Eh. Ah. What can I say? I gotta go hard. Gross, dude. I wasn't going to give it the goal. Gross. Also, slide tackling hurts way more at this weight than it did. Like, I just bounce off of a slide tackle before and I hit the ground a couple times. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to walk this out. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. So that. <laughs> so that was confidence is a huge takeaway. I, and I like that quote. I like that approach. Um, I, I wonder how. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on how does that relate to the fake it till you make it mentality. It's the same. <laughs> it's part of it. It's, it's a big part of it. Um, you know, <laughs> there, there, it's, it's real. It's fake it till you make it is the, the reason it has persevered in our culture as like an idiom or whatever, a cliche or whatever the fuck it is, is because there, there are nuggets of truth in it. Sure. Like, it's the same as dress for the job you want, not the job that you have. I'm like, okay, then get me a goddamn nudie suit because I just want to be. That's what. That's the job that I want. I want to be in a country band <laughs> so badly. Um, no, it's because it, there, there, there are there's there's truth in it, and it. I think that is very much about like practicing a mindset. Um, and I just can't stress enough that mindsets have to be practiced as much as physical activities, as much as like playing guitar, as much as anything that you want to make a change. And I think that's part of faking it till you make, you're making it. <laughs> um, but I, and I, I, I think that that, that phrase 
gets so bad rap because of the word fake, the phrase, the fake it part. Um, because mm-hmm. no one wants to be fake or fake something. Um, well, I mean, I think the, the implication is fake it till you make it is like a transitional thing where yeah. you don't know what you're doing at first, but it's not like you're going to leave it at that. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm just going to fake it and just yeah. not work on it moving forward. Yeah, you're not just going to know everything right away. I, you know, very different than failing up. Um, it, it is different than failing up. It's kind of the opposite. If failing up is the idea of you like you get fired from a job because you were bad at it, and then your next job you get a higher title and position, even yep. though you literally failed from your last job. Yep. That's what failing up is, and it is. Uh, it's the phenomenon. It is so common in the business world. It, it's, it's common in music too. So angering. Uh, I actually just got a notification that someone I, I used to work with who I just got a new job. I'm like, how? <laughs> we were at the same job, same position four mm-hmm. years ago, and they were just an absolute mess, mess of a human. Yeah. Um, total jerk. Uh, uh, like last week, like just stopped showing up in uniform, showed up in jeans and a t-shirt, looked at manager and said, I'm gone in a week anyways, so you want to do the paperwork to fire me or you want to just let me roll this out? <laughs> yeah. So that kind of thing, just um, mess of a human. And he's like, wait, how did... Mm. What? Failing up? He's been fired from like three jobs in four years. Dude. It just keeps going up every single time. I don't understand. Oh, it does not make God. sense. Must be charming as fuck. Uh, I mean, at first. In an interview, yeah. Yeah, they'll figure yep. it out. They don't look at that and are like, why? That's a lot of jumping. It's normal. Yep. It's more normal for people, you know, my age and your age to move jobs more frequently. But that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Shit. Woof. I got nothing. I got nothing to add. I don't have anything to add to that. That's fucked. Wow. That is the exception, not the rule, though. Uh, it's a strange phenomenon that I, don't, I genuinely have no explanation for. I would love an explanation at some point. Maybe he's just cracked some sort of code. But I don't know what that code could possibly be, nor do I think it's worth doing that to anybody else around you to get there. So. Oh. I, I think that there's a big second chance culture for specific types of people in the world get more second chances i'm not gonna say it i don't want to get that heat on me today so again you haven't you haven't seen the tiktok comments the past couple the past couple days (laughs) uh i shudder at the thought people are weird man people are strange you know also strange you see, uh, I put an article in the Discord that the scientists have come up with a air freshener that reads your mind. What? Makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> so what else in the article should we extrapolate on here? God fucking damn it. <laughs> there it is. Um, I don't know. What else did you read? You read the article. I did. You want to talk about the first thing on my writer? My bro- That was my brother's favorite when he finally read it. Yes. Yeah, that one threw me for a loop because I'm sitting there like thinking of all the different things I could possibly ask for. Uh, and I, a fluffy, oversized... <laughs> first thing on my fucking writer that's what i would do i don't know like I, I am i a strange human for not really caring about what my towel feels like dude when when the alternative is probably like this big yeah scratchy and touched a lot of other asses yeah, yeah you're weird yeah it, i mean I don't know. I I did an internship in Eastern Europe where I was traveling around staying at various hotels and residences using whatever towel happened to be available. Yeah, but you were a lot younger then. 
I mean, yeah, I was like 19 or 20. Yeah, that's that's see, as I think as you get older, you kind of want just like those little itty bitty luxuries in your life. Um, and having a really nice bath towel is one of those. And those those kind of things that, that feel like home, you know, um, some advice I've always gotten for tour is bring your own shampoo and soap so that you kind of feel a little bit more like you're at home instead of relying on whatever is at a hotel or whatever is at a venue, perhaps, um, to give you a little bit, make you feel a little bit more grounded. So I think having a nice bath towel kind of plays into that. But like other stuff for a writer, the the only thing I could think of, because you got to ask sometimes for like really specific things, dude. Like, I want to make sure we have enough seats for everybody. Kind of important. <laughs> um, not guaranteed. And right. um, yeah, important. So like things like food, drinks, fuck that. Just give me a per diem. I think a lot of people are kind of moving to uh, tours are moving to per diem. So people can just like get what they want or they can save their their money instead of, um, you know, doing whatever. Like, I think it was Steve Selvage told me that he would, for a while, he just saved his per diem and ate peanut butter sandwiches on tour so he could pay off an amplifier he bought or wanted. Like, just extra money. It adds up, you know? Sure. I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I'm used to, yeah. like, in the corporate world, per diems usually use it or lose it. Oh, no. So... No. Yeah, that makes no, sense. No, you get you get it from um, you get cashed out. You basically get handed yeah, yeah. cash. I think usually, or like deposited. Um, I saw the I forget what group I saw it posted. Somebody posted like the the writer for the Grateful Dead. It was really like the most ridiculous asks. Like what? Sometimes you uh, ask for things just to see what you can get. I don't understand. That feels wasteful. What were they uh, asked? Do you remember what they were asking? There, there was the website that I looked at in, a lot in high school to see what the writers would say. And sometimes they would be funny, but for the most part, they're real writers are pretty boring. I mean, it wasn't anything particularly ridiculous. So I'm just thinking of like the number of people in the band versus the amount that they had asked for. Um, well, it's I mean, not just for the band; it's for um, it's for the the everybody. It's for the people working. It's for the engineers. I mean, I it's for the sound guys. Like if you're looking at a big tour. Yeah, there's always a lot of alcohol, um, yeah. but that's for like, yeah, yes, yeah, for like the lighting guys, sound guys, everyone who goes on tour with them. Um, they're kind of included in the writer. Often. I'd have to take a look at it again, but yeah, I mean, it that was a strange one to read through. The Foo Fighters one is always was always pretty funny to me. They they had some humor in there. So they they asked for granola, and they said good granola. If in doubt, ask a hippie. I remember that one. That's pretty good. Of course, the Van Halen writer is always really famous because they put little Easter eggs in there, um, knowing that if things weren't followed to a T, uh, there could be a major safety violation. Like the M&M thing. They wanted all the blue M&Ms taken out of the bowl or something like that. So if they had an M&M bowl, but there were blue M&Ms in it, they'd shut everything mm -hmm. down and double check the safety elements. Because, like, David Lee Roth would be, like, flying across the stage and shit or whatever on, like, a harness. So it was right. really a matter of safety. They, that's a great... Yeah, early Van Halen is a great example of um, really creative solutions. See, this is why we can't record this late because of the sun right now. Modern um, problems. Require modern solutions. They had really great um, solutions for, for their problems. Um, okay, so it's just indicative not, of like a lack of attention to detail. Yeah, that's so exactly right. Is. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and then there were other things they would do that were probably a little bit less um, appropriate for. I mean, yeah, Van Halen. The show. Well, but like f for money saving things to get like the show broken down a lot faster. I forget exactly what they did, but David Lee Roth had like some creative solutions for that. And it, it worked. It was like, basically if you tear down faster, you can party or you get a bonus or something like that. 
I forget what oh, it was. Oh, just like incentivization. Yeah, he really was good at incentivizing people to, and in, in turn, save them a lot of money. Yeah. Um, good businessman in that in that regard. Right, right. Because like, if you're setting up, for, if you're loading in, you're on a, a, a strict deadline. If you're loading out, it's not nearly as, unless there's a, that makes sense. Yeah. Funny music writers. Um, Van Halen. Oh, it's no brown M&Ms. Mariah Carey wanted kittens. That um, might be like the first time I've resonated with Mariah Carey. Um, yeah. So some people do put kittens does sound pretty funny. Uh, no brown M&Ms. Van Halen's 82 writer infamously stated that under no circumstances were there to be brown M&Ms. Um, it was recently revealed this very specific request was to test whether promoters were reading the writer and contract thoroughly if the brown band got to the green room to discover brown M&Ms. They knew it was highly likely another more important detail was missed. Mariah Carey wanted uh, 20 white kittens and 100 doves once. Um, they got the doves but had to veto the kittens. Also, like, you'll see these writers and things like alcohol will often be just, like, crossed out. They're living contracts. Um, must but why be. the doves? Why not? But I, I guess I just don't understand. I'd make a terrible rock star because I'm too pragmatic. I, I don't care about... That, that doesn't... I don't get it. Uh -huh. the, the, I, okay, so like I, I've jokingly said before, then I, I don't know where the quote originally came from, but it's the whole, like, the problem with the world is too many people are asking why and not enough asking why not. <laughs> but there's sometimes I just can't help asking, but, but why not? But why? <sighs> and I, I have a hard time settling into the why not. Kanye West asks that his driver only wears 100% cotton clothing. Is that a religious thing? No mixed fibers? That, I, I know Old Testament Hebrew under the Mosaic Law would uh, say that you can't mix fibers. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a Levitical law. I guess uh, that's, yeah, that's, that'd be Levitical law. Um, this but that's also like the same law that says you can't eat pork and shellfish. And if you're a woman's on her period, uh, then she, any seat that she sits on is unclean unless it's washed, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like same, same grouping of like very strange laws that shouldn't apply anymore for a handful of reasons I don't need to get into right now. But I, I guess I suppose it's possible that he decided to take some of those on for funsies. funsies. Or maybe that's, maybe it's just part of his like, you know, like a stunt to, push his clothing company if that's one of their sticks i don't know anything about his brand but. i don't i don't want to bloodhound gang asked for one refrigerator magnet of local interest which i think is adorable okay that's a, okay that would i get i, I understand like that. that one i actually yeah. really fucking like that one yeah that's great i yeah. like, wait a minute i yeah. love that fuck that's smart. I like that. You should adopt that. I should adopt that. But I don't have, I can't put magnets on the front of my refrigerator because it's stainless steel. I can only put them on the side. I could put them on the dishwasher though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll ask you. You could also just get a whiteboard for part of your home and just hang it up with magnets. <laughs> uh, Katy Perry asks that her driver will not start a conversation with her. Fair, frankly. But, yeah, I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. Um, when Britney Spears played the O2 Arena in 2011, her writer included a fish and chip supper, supper, a framed photograph of Princess Diana, McDonald's cheeseburgers without the buns, and 100 no, things and prunes. So someone was on a diet but wanted some comfort food. I like the fr just bring your own fucking picture of Princess Diana and goddammit. That one feels a little. I mean, I guess was that before or after she passed? Because I feel like if it's after she passed, it's 2001, almost a little, 2001. 
Yeah. So after. Yeah. Um, so that feels a little gratuitous. Yeah. That is a little gratuitous. Let's see. Here's one. Drake wants, wants Nivea chapstick. The so band- he wants a chapstick brand that he's attached to. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why you would just not bring, I guess just to make sure it's always there. Sure. Um, chapstick's easy to lose. It's not that oh, strange. Here's a nice one from Bush. No less than 10% of all security personnel should be female. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. actually really important. I got groped at the show once and I decided security and uh, I didn't really want to explain what happened uh, to a guy at the time. And I said, do you have any female security guards? And they said, not tonight. And I think he regretted not having security, female security guard on that night. It's weird. This, this, this article does not understand the why of that. They just say, Interesting. They think it's they think it's a creepy. They're just request. being woke. No, no, I think they think it's like a creepy uh, request. But no, that's actually a great thing. And if you're having an event with security, you should always have at least a few female security guards. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, corn. Access to a rock rock friendly lawyer, medical doctor, dentist, masseuse, and or chiropractor. Wow. Okay. That's to be prepared. Masseuse and chiropractor, I could see like being on the road. Yeah. The um, other ones, I don't. I, don't know. I, I mean, feel maybe like they that was just a tour and they needed some checkups and it was the only stop that they asked for it. I would, but the lawyer is like, you should have your own. Right. <laughs> Like the, everything else is like fine, but the lawyer is what gets me there. Rock friendly. Rock friendly lawyer. As opposed to blues friendly. <laughs> oh my fuck. <laughs> None of these blues lawyers, man. No blues rock lawyers. lawyers. Rock lawyers only. Um, Trent Reznor requested two boxes of cornstarch. I have questions uh, i have questions and i don't think i want them answered i think is the problem oh foo fighters um they have the pickiest and most absurd requests according to this article i think some i think that's a mean thing to say from used D, they want some used dvds not new used ones just so we want to watch some shit no sports titles are Martin Lawrence to any magazine, no spin, Rolling Stone or people. That seems normal. Yeah. Um, that show us you have a brain and fantastic interests. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, p- this one thinks that people, th- this, they're like, this one takes the cake uh, as being absurd. Please make arrangements for leftover food to be collected by a local soup kitchen homeless shelter. That's not absurd. Or our roadie that looks like Osama bin Laden. Okay, that's not very nice. <laughs> Ooh. I shouldn't laugh, but yeah. I, well, I imagine see. if they're friends with the roadie that that was a agreed upon in joke. But yeah, uh, and this is how specific writers have to be. Iced down beer. Yes, you do have to request that it's cold. <laughs> yes, yeah. you actually do. Uh, cooler with ice. Small box of emergency shower gel DVDs used are fine and magazines. Metallica. That's not strange. They want they want to be re, they don't want to waste food. They want to have a little bit of entertainment, but they're not asking for brand new stuff, so yeah. it's not wasteful. Yeah. That that's not that weird. That's not that weird. Uh, Metallica wants hot breakfast for a hundred people. Two gallons of every juice you can think of. Nine or so brands of cereal. I mean, if they have 100 people working for them, why the fuck wouldn't they want breakfast for 100 of them? And breakfast is the best meal. Yes. A lot of uh, bacon. I was just eating. <laughs> I hit the gym this morning on the way home. I stopped at the store for something real quick, and then they had steak on sale, which then turned into I got sourdough bread and eggs and avocados, and I did avocado toast and steak for breakfast. Yum. Yeah. Yum. Gnarls Barkley asked for one pack of Magnum condoms. 
Right. Was he collecting them, I suppose? <laughs> also asked for at least two pairs of white men's athletic socks. Swisher sweet blunts. In case the condoms aren't needed. And bottles of Hennessy and Grey Goose. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one's nice. Uh, Ozzy wants uh, an ear, nose, and throat doctor available. I mean, yeah. Fair. He's straining his voice all the time. That makes sense. Also, three oxygen tanks available at Loden. That Knowing it's Ozzy, I imagine that has to be drug-related, but I'm not sure how because I'm innocent. <laughs> no. I don't know if it's drug-related. I think it might just be Ozzy related. Um, hmm. I mean, just having ox like oxygen. I Man, I know he's getting old. Gives you Damn. gives you energy, and this doctor yeah. has to be able to administer a B twelve shot. So my guess is he just needs it for like an extra needed it for an extra boost of energy. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's playing a long set, I suppose. Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm just being too harsh. MIA asks for female extras at every tour stop. That's kind of cool. Yeah, lots of stage presence. So they'd just be like standing on stage. That's kind of cool. That's easier than taking extras along with you. Yeah. Van Halen, the M&M's. Uh, Steve Aoki wanted two medium-sized cakes reading D-I-M-M-A-K. <laughs> Okay, so the Mac. <laughs> the only, honestly, the only strange one is the hundred dubs to me so far, like for like outlandish. He, uh, he also wants an inflatable boat or dinghy, <laughs> four confetti blast machines. Uh, he okay, now that's weird. Confetti machines? No, the whole study yes for it can get confetti machines sometimes. Uh, Cher wants a wig room. One just for the wigs, also black solo cups, not red ones. Classy, yes. Uh, Mary J. Blige wants a private toilet with a new toilet seat, and yeah, I respect it. I respect yeah. it, I really do. Oh, and she requests this is again, she must have had a bad experience because she requests specifically hot and cold running water. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got nothing else for the article. Motley Crue, is... a submachine gun. Yeah, that sounds about right. Madonna, 20 international phone lines. That would get x out immediately. I'm sorry. Sorry, there's two more. Three more. Marilyn Manson asked for a bald-headed, toothless sex worker. That got X out, I'm sure. That's. Iggy Pop asked for a Bob Hope impersonator. I think he just wanted to see if he could get it. That's, that's, yeah. Sometimes that's what you do. Um, his, I do remember reading his. It's pretty long. Um, entire page is dedicated to live mixes. So, again, must have had a bad experience requesting someone yep. who can speak English. Yeah. Uh, rant about Santiago de Compostela. Two dedicated, intensely loyal security people. <laughs> Strong coffee, enormous pizzas, baguettes, chocolate, yum yum, nice beer, dinner for 10, playing cards. Uh, his room is to be designed by somebody, quote, loose with a little bit of flair. And finally, Mariah Carey with her doves. Yes. She also wanted pink car carpet. You want to be comfortable, but what? I want to know what specific show this was, because that cannot possibly be the ask for every single show. That can't. Right. That has to have been like something very specific. Because she wants a Rolls Royce, pink carpet, pink podium, confetti-shaped butterflies, 80 security guards. And a 15-person entourage. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was... Cool. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. That's That was fun. 
Iggy Pops is, and the Foo Fighters are as wild as I remember them being. <laughs> yeah. If you had to hang out with one, who would you hang out with? Iggy. Mm, so I got the other answer. What was your answer? I'd have to go with Foo Fighters. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Dave Grohl is, is the coolest, but Iggy is a legend, and I would love to hang out with Iggy Pop. I think they're both legends. They are both legends, but I I want to ask him so many he he has more things I, I have questions about. Like I like I want to ask him about some of these things. And also he's asking for enormous pizzas. Like so and I like what he's asking for. I, sure. Yeah. That's fair. I definitely do not want to hang out with Gnarls Barkley. Yeah, I can't say I uh, would care to either. I would want to hang out with Mariah also. I think I'd care to. Can you imagine? Um, oh, so there's a source for just one last thing before we go. Uh, a source told the Daily Mail, We did manage to source the doves we were going to release into the sky, but the kittens proved terribly difficult. Like, how can we find and look over... Oh, this was a Christmas celebration. This was a this mm. was a this was a unique show. Okay. So I guess the doves were to be released. I don't know what the kittens were for other than serotonin. Let them run around on stage and hope they don't fall off the edge. Yes. Oh, I forgot I did have a what's new. Another what's new. My blue blocker glasses. Mm, there you go. Uh, mine are in my backpack, which are Oh no, I left them on my desk at work. Oops. Yeah, these are very intense amber tinted, as yep. you can see. Oh. We'll get the job done, though. They're kind of... I saw an ad for glasses that looked very like Jeffrey Dahmer's glasses, and then they were called the D-A-M-I-R, and someone said, like, Jeff, like Jeffrey Dahmer, but spelled differently, and then... I guess they weren't American, the company. They just kept, mm -hmm. like, winking at those comments, and finally someone said... Do you understand that these both look like and are named after a notorious cannibalistic serial killer? And then they were, and then to that one, they're like, oh, yeah, we've renamed them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Cool. Well, that's all yeah, I'm Yeah, I mean, winky face, it, it, someone saying, are you sure, is like a pretty fairly safe generic response for any social media managers that might not know entirely what their product is. Yeah. And then figuring it, then someone actually spelling it out for them. They're like, Ugh. They're like, uh, hey, oh. uh, hey boss, you, you might want to come take a look at this. And you're just gonna... Oh, that's, that's who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Oh, yeah. The boss walks over. He's like, I was wondering how long it would take for someone to notice that. Immediately, like, immediately, <laughs> everybody. Just nobody wanted to, nobody thought they needed to spell it out, I guess. That's all I got. Ending this note on um, Jeffrey Dahmer, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. It's fair. Should have ended on the doves. Well, um, please like, Killer comment, episode. subscribe everywhere. Spotify does um, reviews now, so you can review on Spotify. Ooh, wow. And iTunes. Um, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. All right, ready? My name's Andrew. One, Goodbye. Two,